0: Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Saturday on KLBJ with hosts Ed and Ben Clements. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ.
1: Welcome back to the Deep Eddy Cabaret. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements, and this is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. Proudly brought to you by Cobert in Bastrop. Rocks and the guys were closed today, but they'll be open tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., S&B Amusements. If you need your pinball machine repaired, a new Pac-Man machine, anything, a jukebox, call my friend Steve at S&B Amusements. They're working on an antique pinball machine for us, Ben, and Steve and the gang from S&B Amusements are going to fix us up. Also brought to you by Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road. They've got the Longhorn 2023 t-shirts and commemorative cups they've got it all there also brought to you by pokey joe's barbecue doug and the crew if you want great texas barbecue tonight brisket sausage ribs turkey and the greatest side dishes in america pokey joe's barbecue and Howry breen and herman attorneys at law in the shadow of the university of texas get in trouble tonight howrie breen and herman attorneys at law A guy who's never in trouble. Ben Clements is with me. Hello, Ben. Damn. How are you, bud? A-plus ad read. Thank you so much. You went all out on that one. Well, I did because we have some great sponsors, and we look forward to building our sponsorships as we go into the football season, which is less than a couple of months away. We'll be back at the uh, Dirty Martin's Place for great burgers. We'll be there the first weekend with the Longhorns Battle the rice owls on uh, labor day weekend so gonna be fun how are you today
2: seven weeks pop seven S- weeks from now we'll be watching the horns take on the rice owls at dkr can't come any sooner it can't come any sooner i'm, well, I'm, I'm finally at that point of the year I, I just like you know we talk sports for a living right now we got to talk sports but golly I miss football. I do, too. Dreadfully right now. I, Seven I, weeks I, do so. I do, too. We're close enough where we can really start legitimately talking about our hopes and our dreams and who's going to lose, who's already out of the playoff run in the NFL, who's going to make the Final Four. We're close enough. A week ago, we'd, we'd, we'd sound ridiculous.
1: Well, let me tell you, you right that we, now. That we did that last week. Let me, just make, let me tell you right now. The Arizona Cardinals are out of the playoffs. <laughs> they're out of the playoffs. The playoffs. <laughs> okay, let's see. Because okay, so <laughs> the Arizona
2: Cardinals, I think they're out. The Texans, they're out. They're, they're, out. they're
1: statistically yeah. already out. C.J. Stroud's going to be a nice experiment. Yeah. Uh, the thing with the Arizona Cardinals, and I hope our friend Colt McCoy not listening because Colt is going to be the starting quarterback until Kyler Murray comes back, and Kyler Murray's coming back from an ACL, ACL injury.
2: I think we can say that the, the the Buccaneers are out, too. Buccaneers with, with are Baker out. Baker
1: Mayfield, you can't, yeah. there's only so much you
2: can do. They're a four-win team this year. Who else would we think? Uh, the Raiders are probably out.
1: Oh, boy, the Raiders. The are Raiders
2: st- are out of the playoff contention already. Yeah, we can go ahead and stamp that.
1: Can you say the Washington? Uh, Washington. The Red. Oh God, Red Commanders. Red Commanders. The Red Commanders and are we out. We find if we say the R words. Oh no, we, we we You know the R S S. You know you can't say. You can say the Redskins. The red skinheads. Skin uh, the Redskins. Skinheads. Skin you, you can t- not the skinheads. You can say that. Now is all the the uh, is is New Orleans out? You said Tampa oh, the Bay's yes. out. Saints is are out. Is Atlanta out? out? The Saints. Big out, Carolina out already. Th- the
2: Falcons have been out since. When did they lose to Brady? They've been out since oh, then. They've been out no, since then. No, no Ryan, Even
1: can't. even though we all love the Falcons because of who loves the Falcons. Where is I from? do because of Bijan Robinson? Oh man. God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh no, somebody poured me a shot. We want Bijan to do well,
2: man. I forgot that. B... that's how like wow. Yeah, B- yeah, that's right. Except Bijan. They they already have two backs. They're already talking that Bijan. Have you? You don't play fantasy here, fantasy football. But no, people are already saying he'll be a ten, a, a top ten draft pick on every on the universally on fantasy football drafts. But the thing with the Falcons, they already have two fairly established running backs. I wonder how much time he's going to get to start.
1: I think he's going to get a lot of time because they're paying him a boatload of money. Maybe Mr. Arthur Blanks, the owner of the Falcons, loves Bijan. He's going to be the face of that franchise. I think
2: that's too much expectation. we I, I read a good article on the Athletic. I, can I say that? Athletic, no free ads. On the Athletic this week. Of course
1: week. you can, yeah.
2: And It was basically talking about the the new era, which, which has been like this for a few years, the new era of the running back where it's just... The salaries that they're making are dreadful compared to what they were ten years ago, twenty years ago. How the expectations are so much lower. How a team would rather go get a cheaper player that can maybe have a one or two good seasons than throw them to the curb. The running back position, which used to be the most fabled, sexy, not anymore, high-paying position, yeah. it's just no longer like that. And
1: let me give you two examples of that. Uh, Saquon Barkley uh, has not signed his franchise, it and yeah. it's coming up on the seventeenth. He's got to sign that. And he was so sexy coming out of college. Oh yeah. And what about Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott is still he in. got fat. He's only well, still fat. He's still Dak Prescott's best friend, though. He, I know. Okay, so uh, best friends are
2: not, he got he got big. The only exceptions are like a Derrick Henry. Who I mean, he's the outlier because he's six foot six and runs like a gazelle,
1: and he's the outlier because the Maybe quarterback Tannehill, stinks. Christian McCaffrey, because Chris he's McCaffrey. the new age running back who yeah. can
2: who can run you know between the tackles, but also he can spread out wide and, and run a perfect route like you know a perfect slot. Yeah. Um, And I think that's what the Falcons and what B. John Robinson has to do because this new-age running back has got to be a hybrid. Right. And it's just, are you dumb if you're a team, like apparently the Falcons are trying to do right now, in
1: putting all your eggs in the running back basket? Which is really weird. I think Arthur Blankson... and, and who's the it, it, oh, I know. Is it Desmond Ritter, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. But the thing is, Atlanta got excited because Bijan was there. And Bijan Robinson, even though our friend, St- uh, uh, Sarkeesian, did yeah. not run him enough. He still was the best running back in the country. Mm-hmm. He's a really good guy, good citizen, and I think Arthur Blank's. That's why he kind of went gaga and said, "We got to get this guy." When he had a couple other running backs <laughs> Running a good citizen there. Yeah, he's as a, as a good citizen. If that matters at all, it matters. It oh, matters. Oh, talk to Kareem
2: Hunt about that. Talk to Tyree Hill about that, and some of his other Tyreek Hill's not a good citizen in the NFL. You <laughs> are
1: the best of the best in the NFL. They are the best of the best, but they're not good citizens. No, you're right. I they're know. Not but good citizens.
2: I just wonder about Bijan. His early health going in like it's kind of it's a double edged sword because us Texas fans love it. and the Falcons fans, love it. you want to see him get in there immediately, yeah. day one week one, you want to see him have 150 yards and a couple touchdowns but if that happens he's going to be the player on that team he's going to be the focal point, they're going to give him the ball 25 35 times a game and that is where an NFL running back's Life goes to
1: die. But will they do that in modern NFL? I don't think so. Yeah. It's more pass-oriented. But who do they have? They don't have a heck of a whole lot. Exactly. That's the thing. Unfortunately, they, they have
2: to rely on that running game. Luckily, he does have a couple counterparts in that running back room that will give him a little bit of help. Yeah. But, you know, Bijan, he was born too late 15 years ago. Because he reminded me a, of a... Uh, maybe a more explosive, and I hate saying that because Jamal Charles, one oh, of the wow. best running backs we've seen at Texas, he scored a touchdown in the national championship as a true freshman. Unbelievable career at at, at uh, Kansas City with the Chiefs. Bijan reminds me of a more explosive Jamal Charles.
1: Oh, and a bigger, if bigger Bijan Jamal Charles. had
2: been born 15 years
1: ago, oh my gosh, he yeah. would
2: have. He could have been a Hall of Famer in the NFL. But it's a new world. It's a new NFL where. They don't care about the running back. You'll no, play they for, don't. You'll, they'll keep you for four years, and they'll run you dry. They'll use all your gas, and they'll throw you
1: aside. And they they, they, they will kick you to the curb before your second contract, yeah. which is the big contract.
2: Because there's going to be a fresher guy.
1: Yes, fresh you legs.
2: Know, I guess you, being, you know, what are you, 44 now? I'm 49. Back in nine, your years, day. Yeah. Back in your day. They would keep a running back
1: for sure 15 they would. years. Yeah, you keep the same guy. Well, look at Emmett Smith. Look at Earl Campbell. Look if at Jim Brown. Look at all those guys. If
2: one team didn't keep you, your life would, your your lifespan would last for 15 years in the NFL. Whether you're like a, a Herschel Walker who bounced around some teams, like some of these guys, Adrian Peterson who bounced around teams, that's just no longer. So, I hope Bijan can do well, but. The Falcons are already out of the playoffs, so it doesn't matter.
1: Here's a little hint: Adrian Peterson still wants to play. I know, dude needs money. I, doesn't, the, I guess I all the, the I think the dude needs the stuff. some money. Yeah, the he's, stuff. With the whips, oh, yeah, with the, the tree branches, with tree branches, and, and stuff. The kids. Yeah, he 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 still thinks Does he, he can pay play. pay off the kids. I don't know what he's got, but he still needs money. Okay, we got to take a break. This is the End Zone Club. Live from the cabaret, the deep eddy cabaret, the Astros baseball game is on screen. The I women's US Open season. is on screen. Yeah. And much, much more. We have room for you if you have a call or comment about anything in the World of Sports, the NFL, literally anything. Uh, college football, 512 5 Did you say badminton? Badminton. I don't know much about badminton, but as we go to break, let me tell you about S B Amusements. My friend Steve Bronson and crew at S B Amusements are the best when it comes to refurbishing pinball machines, refurbishing jukeboxes. They do it all. Steve and the gang at s Amusements, they are truly the pros. If you've got a pinball machine that needs a little work, call them at 512-833-6560. They're Austin's number one source of game sales and repairs since 1989. Pinball machines, boxes, arcade games they are there there for you they're refurbishing a great pinball machine for us from the 1950s right now and they're working on that and they will work for you again they're Austin's number one source for game sales and repairs since 1989 again SNB Amusements 512-833-6560 if you want a pinball machine a box machine a miss pac-man or any type of arcade game call snb amusements 512-833-6560 we'll be back with more of the end zone club right after this hi everybody ed clements and ben clements we're broadcasting live from the deep eddie cabaret on lake austin boulevard just right off Mopac. come and see us at the deep eddie cabaret still time to get to the deep eddie pool Still time to get to Pool Burger or come up here to the Cabaret? Our show proudly brought to you by Cobert and Bastrop, s Amusements, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, and Harry Breen and Herman, Attorneys at Law. Mm. Ed Clements and Ben Clements on the Saturday afternoon. We're talking NFL talk, and again, way too early NFL talk. We welcome your phone calls at 512-836-0590, 512-836-0590. Eight three six zero five ninety. 590 talking NFL talk. Ben, right now, mm-hmm. it is the beautiful month of July. It's uh, July 8th, 2023.
2: Give me three weeks from now, and I'll be the most excited person in the world because we'll be so close to college and pro football. I mean, you know, college football starts in August, so technically we're only a month away. Right. We're a calendar month away, so right. we're, we're getting close. As I'm currently looking also, by the way, We're talking NFL. I'm looking at a Reebok retro sweatshirt. Beautiful sweatshirt. Eagles
1: colors with an
2: Eagles logo on it. Yeah. Is that foreshadowing for next year's Super Bowl
1: champion? I want to ask you right now, it's July 8th. If you had to pick a Super Bowl champion right now, Ben Clements, who would it be?
2: Gosh, I hate saying it. Eagles are going to be my favorite. I don't know how you bet against them. Running back situation will be kind of dicey. No more Miles Sanders, who really erupted last season for a comeback year. I don't know what the running back rooms look like. I need to do a little intel there. I like the Eagles. Jalen Hurts has proven that that college stint was no was no joke. He's proven that he's a phenomenal quarterback. Second team I have, if I'm taking a backup, is going to be the 49ers. Brock Purdy. Is pretty freaking good at football with Christian McCaffrey as his running back, with his slew of re- of receivers, with Greg Kittle. That is a damn good team, and they have an awesome defense. They came out of nowhere last year, and I like them next year.
1: You just mentioned two teams from the NFC. Are you forgetting the AFC, Kimo Sabe? I
2: know how good the AFC is. They're
1: stacked, and I hate you know
2: betting against our buddy Mitch Morris and the Buffalo Bills, but. <laughs> I hate saying this. I hope Mitch isn't listening. The Bills are looking sort of like the Bills did in the 90s. Is that when they went to four in a row when they didn't win a single one of
1: them? Oh, yeah, that was the Marv Levy years. It's yeah. different
2: because the Bills have been year in and year out past three seasons the favorite to win it, but they can't get over that hump. So I, I hate saying this, but the Bills, I'll believe it when I see it, that they'll go to the Super Bowl because if they get to the Super Bowl, I believe they'll win it. Okay. they got to get there.
1: Let me throw out a couple of names here. Uh, I'm not taking the Chiefs, though. because I'm not taking the Chiefs Once either. again, I'm going to
2: bet that they're not going to make
1: the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> you did never shaved that beard. I never shaved it. Okay. Uh, I think the San Francisco 49ers yeah. are a terrific football team. Yeah. I think they're going to win the NFC. I think the Dallas Cowboys will lose to them in the NFC championship game. And I think it's gonna be very interesting because this is a wild prediction as I, I, I like the Bills too. I would I want Mitch and the Bills to win. Yeah. But for the AFC, these are the two teams who will battle for the AFC championship. And they're from the same division, Ben. I'm talking Cincinnati Bengals uh? and the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Because Lamar Jackson you're, is back.
2: You're putting He's too back. much back. No, too much faith in Lamar Jackson. Another guy you got I gotta see it to believe it. Bengals, I like. They got Jamar Chase. They got one of the best receivers in the NFL. And Joe Burrow. And, and, they, and, they guys and all they're improving on defense, yeah. That's one of the best. I think that's one of the better quarterback-receiver duos we've seen in a long time just because they play together for so long. Let me real quick. Let's. I'm going to give you the top five. In order, Kansas City Chiefs, this is according to the MGM, or excuse me, the Caesar Sportsbook. Kansas City Chiefs plus 600. Eagles plus 750. 49ers plus 850, Bills plus 900, Bengals plus 1,000. That is in order. Those are your favorites to win the Super Bowl this year.
1: Now, if I had to pick a dark horse team. Real quick, though, just fun fact. Kind you know, of the sixth is who? Caesars Palace. Dallas Cowboys. No, no. It is the New York Jets. Oh, now that is. When's the is, last time you thought you'd hear that? That, to me, is a little cray-cray. Looking at that division with the Bills. The Dolphins, and then it's the, the Jets. Jets and the Pats. Good lord, that's a hell of a division now. Yeah,
2: they went from nothing to something with Aaron Rodgers apparently.
1: Yeah. Um, but, but let me throw out my dark horse team, the team that I really, really like. I've always liked this team because of their uniforms. I like this team because a of, of that's guy, a great reason to think the, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Uniforms and a guy named I, I love this team as a kid because of Dan Fouch. You know what I'm talking about? It's the old uh, Houston Oilers. No, I'm talking about the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert's a very, very good quarterback, and now Justin Herbert has some weapons now with the young receiver from TCU. Yeah, they've got uh, the running back. What's that running back? <laughs> the running back. What's his name? Oh gosh, funny. I need a funny, funny name. Help me out, golly! It's not Etayi, and it's the other guy. No, we're talking football. We don't know names, but whatever. They, and they okay. also they also have a great offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, yeah. who is at the Cowboys. So uh, I look for yeah. great things. If I got to pick a dark horse team, it's going to be the Chargers. Didn't you just say you like the Ravens? They are considered a dark horse, in my opinion. If you're out
2: of the top five, you're a dark horse.
1: Yeah, they're a dark horse team, but I like Lamar Jackson, who now has a ginormous contract. I think he's he's, going to be all in. No more of this. I'm staying home. I'm not going to the game. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And I like Justin Thomas. uh, uh, Justin Tucker, excuse me. Yeah. And uh, I just like that team.
2: Yeah. I'm not going to be the jackass that says the Cowboys are my dark horse because, let's be real here, folks, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to do the same thing they've done over and over again, especially with Mike McCarthy's.
1: He's calling plays now, Ben. Idiotic brain. Calling the plays, they will not win the Super Bowl. And I hate that because I think the old man Jerry Jones is on his, you know, quite frankly, he's the same age as Joe Biden. With yeah, all due respect, yeah, he's on
2: his freak, freaking his knees. He's on the, for, He's for on Mike
1: he, McCarthy. He needs he, to stop it. He's he, not. He
2: royally screwed up. They should have thrown the bank at Kellen Moore.
1: Well, they should have gotten a younger head coach. But I, I just don't know if that's going to make a major difference mm. with Mike McCarthy calling the oh, plays. It will. Place. It C- will. Can so, we go back to the Jets? Because real, real quick, Mike, okay. Dark
2: Horse, I said this last week, and okay. I'll say it again. They're not technically considered a Dark Horse, but seeing as what they've done the past decade, the 49ers, they're not a Dark Horse, I realize no. that. But I, if if it's not going to be the Eagles, the Bills, or the Chiefs, which are, let's be real, they're the three favorites, it'll be the 49ers.
1: I think the 49ers, if Brock Purdy comes back from his injury, they got it. They you know they've got they've they, got all the they got Debo Samuels, they they've got should the be great considered. tight end, George Kittle, they've got Christian McCaffrey and they got a real solid defense.
2: They should be considered a dark horse though. They got a second no, they got a second a year quarterback. Horse. Second year quarterback who is a Mr. Irrelevant. Listen, Ben, let, I know, me, ju- let like, me just say this. Well let me just say this. I know they have they got Debo Samuel, they got Christian McCaffrey, they got Kittle, they got a really hot head coach, but they got a second year Mr. Irrelevant behind center. Ben, I know he played really well last year, but that Mr. Irrelevant is coming off of an injury. All the stars have Freaking shaked up on them. They shouldn't win the Super Bowl. But they, they s- could.
1: San Francisco went to Super Bowl with who? Jimmy Garoppolo. With that system of Kyle Shanahan, you know, the former dudes. Longhorn with the supporting cast. Yeah. You, our neighbor Russ sarton I could be the quarterback of the San Francisco okay, 49ers. That's disrespectful to Brock Purdy, who played really good last he played year. Played really good, yeah. But he got hurt. He got hurt. And he was Mr. O'Reilly. Okay, then they've got Trey Lance back there. They have Unproven. Sam proven Darn- Sam Darnold back there. Sucks. Sam Darnold does not suck. He's not good. He's though. been with some
2: bad teams. I know, but like is not good. He had a lot of great receivers in New York. He couldn't do diddly squat. I Sam Darnold I'm trying to think of somebody that he like I can compare him to that's just like four years and five years and they're out. Baker Mayfield.
1: Baker. Well, Baker's going to be the starter for the yeah. Buccaneers.
2: That is why they're
1: officially out of the playoffs. we got to take a break. This is the End Zone Club, live from the Deep Eddie Cabaret, brought to you by Cobert Bastrop, S&B Amusements, Sue Patrick, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, and by Howie, Breen, and Herman, attorneys at law. When we come back, your phone calls, and we're going to deep dive into college football Mm. it's almost here on klbj back to the end zone club on klbj radio live from the deep eddie cabaret i'm ed clements along with ben clements deep eddie cabaret on lake austin boulevard just off mopac go west young man go west it's before the new heb come see us at the deep eddie cabaret Uh, one of the great iconic bars i've been coming here for a long long time but now it's dominated by a bunch of young guys like ben Old guys. Well, there's some old guys I next I think I'm with. the youngest person here. What are you talking well, about? Well, there's some old guy, old golfers next there, next to us there. So, but it's a great place to go. Deep Eddy Cabaret, our show proudly brought to you by Howery, Breen, and Herman, Attorneys at Law. If you get in trouble tonight, call Randy Howery and Howie Breen, and Herman, Attorneys at Law. They're located in the shadow of the University of Texas on MLK. Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Hungry tonight? Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Great brisket, ribs, sausage, turkey and all the wonderful side dishes also brought to you by sue patrick at 5222 burnett road sue patrick the home of the longhorn glasses schedule glasses and scheduled t-shirts they have them there now at sue patrick 5222 burnett road s and b amusements if you'd like a pinball machine a pac-man machine all sorts of boxes if you need them repairs call steve at s and b amusements and by Coward and Bastrop, Rocks and the Guys were closed today, but they'll be open tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements. Glad you're with us on KOBJ Radio. We talked about the uh, National Football League. Ben, let's talk a little college football. Uh, I want to start with the name-image-likeness deal.
2: Wait, wait, wait. wait. Real, okay, you know, go we, ahead. No, go no, ahead. You're
1: leading this. Let's do it. Well, let me just say. NIL. Uh, Austin Business Journal came out yesterday that since they had the name-image-likeness Ut athletes have been paid fifteen point seven million dollars. You used to be in this <laughs> business, used to be in this business, name, image, yeah. likeness. Yeah. And when you got in this business, you're it no was, longer in it. It yeah. was it was vastly different.
2: Yeah, I, I got in it Pop, from the get go when the idea was it was going to be truly name, image, and likeness. And when I say that, it would be truly you profit off of your name image and likeness. You know what happened, Pop? Within about four or five months, it became a pay-to-play, pay-to-sign, uh, what's the word? That's it. That's it. it. It's a pay-to-sign, pay-to-play ordeal. This happened so quickly, the NCAA is so out of their mind, stupid and naive to think that this would not happen. I, I, I get it. I, ideally, it would have been NIL. Because what it was meant to be was that to allow kids and athletes to be able to get a, a side job. So let, real quick, rewind. Before NIL, kids that played athle- athletics in college were not allowed to go get a job in the offseason or when they were playing. They weren't allowed to make a little money by signing an autograph. If there, if there was a video game like NCAA football and their number was on there at their position, they couldn't profit off that.
1: And let me give you an example of that. When Bill Shawnee and I did a similar show than our show, the Zone Club, we did on Sports Talk on KLBJ, we would go to a place called the Lodge at Lakeview, which is no longer there, across the street from the Hula Hut. We would have players there. We would buy the players steak dinners, and they would love that. One player in particular, Stan Thomas, he had two steaks one night, and the word got back to UT officials, and they went blank, crazy. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't buy stakes. You yeah. can't buy anything for players. And now it's a new world. I think the NCAA was and always has been and is
2: so dumb, but that was the that was the uh, jumpstart to NIL to allow these players to make some money off their likeness and to be able to have a side job and make some money. Most of these kids in college athletics. They're coming from poverty. They're poor. They they can barely afford their life outside of football, outside of the free meals and their, you know... Scholarships. Scholarships. That's what it was intended for. But so quickly, which the NCAA had to see coming, if not they're more naive than a school child, eventually these boosters were going to start paying them to come to the university. And then with the addition of the uh, 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 transfer portal, it was a... Perfect storm of, oh God! We have changed it forever because now with the NIL and, and the transfer portal, you can pay a player to transfer over. Transfer over with absolutely, you know, no consequences. No ramifications of it. So right we
1: have, what we have now is pay
2: for play. So now there's active, and wow. I've, I've spoken to a, a, a coach who is a, a coach in college football who explained this to me with the with the NIL. In the transport portal, a head coach cannot actively recruit throughout the season. If there's a guy that gets hot at at a Texas State, a coach at, at LSU can't actively recruit him. But that head coach could have his best friend call them or yeah. a professor or a booster, a, a booster. Yeah. they can call him and say hey you're playing really good right We're, now
1: so-and-so is interested in you how yeah. about how
2: about you have how about what is 500 grand sound sound for you to come over next year so it has become so diluted the NCAA does not know what to do with themselves, and you look at what Texas has spent this season.
1: Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's, and it, nothing's going to change. No, and what the deal is, I know Nick Saban and some other SEC coaches have gone to Washington to complain because Nick Saban has been against this long time. Because he's old school. So is Mack Brown. Yeah. Because they know it is pay for play. Pay for play. And let's, let's just be real honest. Both of us... Love the University of Texas. We want the Longhorns to win. We were both there the long the last time the Longhorns won a national title. Yeah. Out in Los Angeles at the Rose Bowl. Texas has a beautiful advantage over most schools. Why? Because there's oil money. Yeah. There's real estate money. There's high-tech money. They are
2: among the top five biggest benefactors of the NIL and transfer portal. Yes. And it's not
1: even close. Right. And now it's not about as when you were with uh, working for an NIL group, having offensive linemen go to Dirty Martin's yeah. for hamburgers and you pay him a couple hundred bucks yeah. to sign autographs. Now the offensive linemen, if you're a scholarship offensive lineman at UT, you get fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars or more just to be on that roster, guaranteed. I just guaranteed.
2: It's so it's so disappointing, and we we've had this discussion before probably a dozen times, Pop. As have probably every sports media outlet in the world, or in the United States at least, it is patently ridiculous that the NCAA was so naive to the fact that when they opened up these gates, when they opened Pandora's box, it wasn't going to shut. They officially made pay-for-play legal.
1: I uh, if I. Governor Clements is rolling over in his gla- grave. it's Governor Bill Clements, who was on the SMU Board of Regents, who, was, who,
2: who paid players back yeah, in the 80s. Who was one of the the main characters and, and the antagonist of the really well-done ESPN 30 for 30, the Pony Excess. Yeah. I, people from SMU. I, Craig James, H- how pissed off are you seeing this? Like, well, okay, yeah. so 40 years ago, you destroy a program, but nowadays... You basically say, "Y'all just do what you want." S- we don't
1: care. The same thing they did at SMU in 1984 and I know the, yeah. is is now
2: accepted. And I know the guidelines because, you know, with this NIL, you technically have to go to the university, the NCAA, to, you know, let's say an O lineman gets they're getting that fifty grand, fifty to seventy five thousand, whatever. Whatever corporation, company, persons paying them, you have to go to the NCAA and their school, and be forthcoming. This is why they're getting this money. Here's the job business. Here's what they did. But now the loophole is, you have these massive groups that are paying these guys. They're called collectives. These yeah. collectives that are going in and saying, "Yeah, so we're paying, we're paying everybody in the line at 50 grand because they're quote representing our charity." Right. Which is, the, which is a load of BS because when they say that, in theory they're saying, yeah, they're representing our charity, they're going to these outings, they're, they're not. doing our social media. They're not doing that. Yeah. How dumb do you have to be to believe that? Yeah. Because, but at this point, the NCAA, they're looking the other way because they know that their product, college football, is the second biggest money-generating machine in sports in the United States, only second
1: to the NFL. And that's why... Nick Saban is before Congress because Nick Saban, the best college football coach of our time, he cannot compete with, he he gets money whipped by Texas A&M, he gets money whipped by Texas, he gets money whipped by USC. Well, he's also, I mean, I get it, I'm on his
2: side, but he's also salty because he knows in the pre-NIL world, he wouldn't miss a recruit because he's the most legendary coach in college football. He'll put you in the NFL. He'll put you in the NFL. If there was no NIL, no transfer portal, he would get physically, literally, every single five-star top recruit in the nation because they're going to go play for Nick Saban. I get why he's pissed off. If I'm one of these smaller schools, if I'm a, a Texas State if I'm a...
1: Man, even if you're a TCU. If you're a TCU. or a Baylor or I Tech, would be
2: furious because yeah. in the former world, you could, you could steal a, a recruit. You could convince a recruit, hey, I know you're a four-star or five-star, but you know what? Your parents would see TCU. Your grandparents went to TCU. You were born in Fort Worth. Come to TCU. This is where your home is. Right. But nowadays, somebody at... Washington State could say that same kid, hey, I know that your lifeblood is TCU, but here's a million dollars. Sure. That kid is going to pick Washington State every single
1: time. And and that's the thing about Texas and Steve Sarkeesian, who is a really, really great recruiter. He got got Arch Manning to come here. I was about to say, yeah. And Arch has been the Pied Piper, but you know what? Steve's got a pretty good bankroll to say, yeah, you come here, play with Arch, and we will – what what was what was a offering two fifty? Yeah, we'll give you three hundred thousand dollars. Let's don't yeah. be dumb out there. Yeah,
2: how did Texas get to, get uh, uh, Arch Manning? He had no business coming to Texas. I realized that him and like Sarkeesian, you know, he he was in good graces with Arch. He had no business coming to Texas. No business at all. I think he thinks Quinn so. Ewers. Yeah, had no business. We know for a fact. That Quinn Ewers wanted to go to Tech. All his buddies growing up, they went to Texas Tech. He went to Lubbock. He loved it. That was his kind of, that was his vibe. He's a country boy. Texas Tech is country boys. His best friends went there. They were offering a good amount of money. They were. Texas said, oh, you're $3 Here's my five.
1: And they got him. They did. Money now owns college football, and it's upsetting. We need to take a break. After this break, more on the End Zone Club live from the Deep Eddy Cabaret. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements. Our show brought to you by Harry Breen and Herman, Attorneys at Law, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, S&B Amusements, and by Covert and Bastrop. We'll be back with more on KLBJ right after this. That's easy yeah, top right there. Easy Top, uh, their friend Van Wilkes opens for them all the time. Van Wilkes at the Saxon Pub tonight after our show. Uh, Van Wilkes, a friend of mine from Brownwood, Texas. You can go to the Saxon Pub and enjoy Van. Welcome back to the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. Proudly brought to you by Colbert and Bastrop, S&B Amusements, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, and by Howry, Breen, and Herman, Attorneys at Law. Real quick, I'm sorry. We're going to continue talking about college football, but really quick, i was reminded of this
2: story but and it makes me wonder pop have you ever seen this video it went viral uh, a year ago maybe two years ago there's a video of two kids college kids are watching a texas a m and florida baseball game okay and somehow they were able to find the florida you don't like in, in in baseball games there's a phone from the dugout to the uh the the uh, the pitching area where players get warmed up and usually the, the bullpen the bullpen yeah me, and a player in the in the dugout will call or a coach will call somebody in the bullpen and say hey get Jones ready to pitch you know get him warmed up get it's him up. in yeah there's a video that went viral of these two A and M students that somehow found the number for the Florida bullpen and called them and said hey they found the roster and said hey get so and so get him warmed up. He's going in, and all of a sudden you see this guy stand up oh my. and start warming up. <laughs> and I I don't know why I just I just thought about this, but it is baseball season. We'll talk about a little bit of baseball. Do you think they had to correct that? How often you like? Do you think it's a real number? I mean, clearly it was for this Florida and A and M game at Florida, but. That's a wildest that a thing I've wild ever heard. Story? Yeah,
1: that how I could find
2: that number. I should have brought this up when it happened years ago or it must have been two years ago. Well
1: usually they just it's it's a direct deal. will pick up the phone and you have a direct line to the to the bullpen. Yeah, but
2: isn't that, that is funny? Wild. I don't know why. I just saw a video. I had to tell you about that. That's terrible wild. terrible radio, but no no that's I to, good. i just had to bring it up to you. That's Okay, good. real quick. Okay, sorry. Off track. We're talking college football. Um Longhorns start the season September 3rd at Seven home. Seven weeks from right now Two, against Rice.
1: 2.30 against the Rice House. We'll be on the air right we've, after that game at uh, Dirty Martin's Place. We've been bitching and moaning about
2: the NIL because as somebody that worked in the in the industry.
1: But the Texas Longhorns under the current system, ladies and gentlemen, it's they should be in the playoffs every single Year.
2: I love the Longhorns pop, but I am above and beyond I'm a college football fan. I love the Longhorns, that's my team. But I love college football and the landscape has changed forever and I don't think they're ever gonna go back. Sadly, yeah, yeah. Let's talk the horns. Um a lot of polls have them to be the favorite in the Big Twelve. Quinn yours is looking for a huge season. A lot of the very early predictions, ESPN has Quinn Ewers going number seven overall um, in the draft Uh, expectations for the Horns are they how are they going to do in the Big 12 last year was a bummer TCU Kansas State in the Big 12 championship I don't think TCU will be able to duplicate what they did last season Sonny Dykes had a great team the best quarterback in the Big 12 I'm going to rule them out right now who is going to be Texas's contender? Because on paper,
1: Texas has the best team in the Big 12. Then it's going to be Kansas State. Yeah. Kansas State has a returning quarterback. They've got an excellent coach. They're defending Big 12 champions. They won uh, the Big 12 championship game in Dallas over Sonny and TCU. I think Kansas State is very solid this year. Kansas State is going to be very, very good. They lost a hell of a running back. They did. Uh, Deuce Fawn is now a Dallas Cowboy. I think uh, Kansas State's going to be very, very good. I, I think Texas Tech is going to be competitive. I think TCU is competitive. OU, to me, is a big, old mystery.
2: I think that's a, that's a big, old, big, old toot right there. OU, I don't believe yet. I don't yeah.
1: think they've done enough. In, in Look, Ben, there's Nate Boyer, former Longhorn great there. Oh, was yeah. Sean Clench there.
2: Yeah. I don't think that the Sooners have done enough to prove that they can really make a splash next year. Um, I, 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 it, that remains to be seen. What, what, is, what did OU do in 12 months to prove that they can win the Big 12 next year? They can't keep that dominance that they once had.
1: Yeah, I don't think they can either. Well, look who's here. Nate Boyer, the former Longhorn great, the deep snapper, the, the movie star. Hi, Nate.
0: How you doing? What How are you doing, buddy? Timing.
1: Welcome to the Enzo Club. How are you? Are you with Sean Clinch for his birthday? Martin? I am. I am. Happy birthday. What are you doing these days here, Ma- Oh,
0: man. I'm running around a little bit, you know, shirt open, <laughs> having a good time. I got my shirt open right now. That's Have you been saying. down to
1: the hot deep eddy pool? Where you been?
0: Oh, yeah. We were at the pool, and then we were down at Pool Burger and had a couple beers and a burger and. Good. Now we're up here in the air conditioning at at, uh, the Cabaret.
1: Yeah,
2: this is perfect timing. We're talking Longhorn football. Longhorn's coming off of a so-and-so season. Tell me why they won't win the Big 12 next year, because they have to. I'm not going to
0: tell you. We are going to win the Big 12. First of all, we've been coming off a so-and-so season since I came to Texas, so you can blame me (laughs) because ever since I got here, we've been struggling a little bit, right? But uh, obviously the talent's there. Um, I mean, I, I you know, Quinn, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big believer, and I say that for multiple reasons. Um, obviously, he's very talented. I think for me watching the game, I'm not a quarterback. I'm no expert, but some of the stuff just felt like a guy that hadn't played for three years, which was the reality, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I, even the, Okay, so 49 nothing, we destroy OU. Do you remember when he overthrows Jordan Whittington on that wide-open touchdown pass? Yep. Kind of off his back foot, like a little bit lazy. That's just you haven't been you haven't been doing it like yeah. those kind of things, and it happened in other games too. But the flashes of you know greatness, honestly, the the quarter, the first quarter against Bama before he came, you know, came out. Some other games, and then shameless plug: he's uh, supporting MVP, merging vets and players, yes. our uh, our charity. So yep. he's got an event coming up on the twenty second at Golffinity. Um, I think tickets are still available, and, and proceeds are going to MVP and. You know, I mean, that's really cool. There's not a lot of, there's a lot of money out there in college football now. I don't know how many college players have their mind uh, focused on, you know, giving back and non-profit, so it's pretty special. But anyway, I I think the team's heading the right direction. There's
2: no such thing as a shameless plug on the end zone club, Nate. You you know that. Real quick, you did mention the Alabama game, how Quinn looked so good before he he went out. Longhorn's
0: going to Tuscaloosa next year. What is your prediction for that game? We're going to win. We're absolutely going to win. Yeah, 100%. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be uh, similar to you know the Notre the Notre Dame situation, home and away, and obviously Bama's Bama, okay. But uh, we got we got a lot of returners, you know what I mean, and then and Quinn coming back, getting another crack at that, and you know it's obviously circled on their calendar, but it's definitely circled on our calendar. Yeah, um, yeah I think we're gonna go down there and do it. I, I really do, and and uh, yeah. I, It's it's gonna be. I mean, I'm excited. Everybody's thinking about 2024, of course. We got the SEC coming up, but like, yeah, I I think. uh, I I mean, how special would it be to? When is the last Big 12 championship? When's the last Big 12 title?
1: I know this is it. This is it. I last. No, 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 I'm saying when was the last? No, I know you. It was. It was you. Oh wait. O, it was 09? you 09. 09. 09. 09. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so before i got yeah so i've been here since 2010 so it's yeah. my bad yeah okay. all right <laughs> but let's finish it out and get one more i think i think it's gonna happen i think it, it, the schedule lines up yeah you know obviously we got to beat some good teams of course but even if we don't win that Bama game, it's just gonna make us better for the rest of the year. But we're gonna win it. Thank you, buddy. Hey, Appreciate thank you. it. Thank you. We got a break. Thank for you, Nate.
1: Nate Boyer, the great Nate Boyer the great. on the End Zone Club on KOBJ. We gotta say goodbye for Ben Clements. I'm Ed Clements and Nate Boyer. See you next time on the End Zone Club here on KOBJ.